0: Hello, and welcome to episode 85 of the podcast. Welcome, welcome. I hope you're doing well. It's great to connect today. And today we are going to talk about how to stick with your purpose. And I'm Zoe, by the way, I run Life Simply Better. I'm a coach. I help people relax, enjoy life, and live their purpose. So the topic of how to stick with your purpose is very on point for the things that I coach on. And I think this is such a good topic because I think one of the things that a lot of us run into when we do find a greater purpose or a greater passion that we want to pursue and we start doing it, we have this honeymoon period where it's very exciting at the beginning and we feel very, uh, energized by it. And then at a certain point (laughs) that honeymoon period wears off, we start to not be so excited about it, we start to maybe feel discouraged about it, and then we drop it. We um, set it aside, we quit, uh, we don't stick with it. And so today I wanna talk about how do you stick with your purpose? Now I wanna say too, for those of you who are like myself and have quit any number of times, it's actually not a problem to quit. It's, you don't have to stick with your purpose hundred percent of the time. The great thing about your purpose is it's part of you. It's something that completes you and it will come back to you no matter how many times you quit. So I want to say that too, if you quit, it's not a big deal. <laughs> you can come back to it later. And as long as you keep coming back to it, or it keeps coming back to you is with how it kind of feels to me. It's almost like, um, I don't even have to make the choice. It just, it just comes back to me at the right time again to say, okay, this is the next thing to do over the long run, you are sticking with it. But I want to talk about from a coaching perspective, uh, give you a little coaching to really help you think about this and help make it easier and simpler for you to stick with something you really want to do, like your purpose. So the only reason that we don't stick with our purpose, uh, is because we get, discouraged. And we get discouraged enough times and intensely enough that we end up quitting or we end up stopping doing what we're doing. That is the only reason. that That, that is like the explanation for, uh, for it happening. And it really helps to think about it in that simple way. Now, you're feeling discouraged can c- take all different forms. It can be your thinking specifically about your purpose, like this specific subject, let's say your purpose is to start a cupcake bakery. And you start to think that, oh, the logistics of starting a bakery just aren't going to work, and you get discouraged about that, and so you quit. So it can be about this specific thing. It can also be uh, thoughts, self-critical thoughts about yourself. You might decide that you're just a person who is just not good at baking cupcakes. And then you might get discouraged about yourself, or you might think, you know, I'm just, um, I'm not gonna succeed at this. Who am I trying to fool that I could do this? And you get discouraged about something about yourself, or you get self-critical about yourself, and that's the form your discouragement takes. But in any case, it all boils down to the fundamental emotional state of feeling discouraged. And when you do that, Again, when you have enough of that, enough of feeling discouraged in your life, you end up quitting. That's just what happens. Now, on the flip side, the way that we stick with our purpose, and the only thing that's required to stick with our our purpose is to feel on track. When we feel on track, meaning we feel like things are headed in the right direction, we have what we need to move forward, we have a clear path forward, we're doing what we need to do, things are working, we feel on track, And of course, when we're feeling that way, we're going to stick with what we're doing. We're not going to quit because it feels good. feels like it's going well. Now notice to feel on track, you don't need to feel super excited and inspired and amazingly creative and energized about your purpose all the time. You don't need to feel immensely passionate about your purpose all the time. On track is actually a pretty neutral emotion. It's just like, yep, I have this covered, I know what I need to do, Uh, let's move forward, right? Doesn't take a lot of energy to to feel that emotion. It's pretty neutral, but it's something that will keep you going, it has momentum to it. So at a very basic level, those are the two things to know about sticking with your purpose. If you feel discouraged and um, you feel discouraged enough and you don't have the tools to deal with that, and we'll talk about tools to deal with that in a minute. But if you feel discouraged and you don't know how to deal with that, you will not stick with your purpose, you will quit. If you feel on track most of the time, you will stick with it. So then it becomes a question of, you know, what makes us feel discouraged and, and what should we do when that happens? And a question of also, how do we generate the feeling of being on track? And to me, those are the much more interesting questions to ask as part of this. And I have an answer that might surprise you a little bit, or it might not, (laughs) if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, because you probably caught on to some of the the themes here. So let's start with the feeling of being discouraged. First of all, I want to just point out that a lot of times when we're discouraged, just like when we're feeling stressed out, it feels very specific to a certain um, certain reason that we're discouraged. Like maybe we, maybe we're working on the lease for our cupcake bakery location, and there's something that is not working, not going through with the lease, and then we feel discouraged, and we think we're discouraged because of the lease. But I want to point out that being discouraged is a general emotional state that all of us experience, just like stress, just like dislike, just like other basic emotional states that happen. And you can probably see your own patterns of where you tend to get discouraged in your life, where you've gotten discouraged in the past. It's not just like we have only one thing that makes us discouraged in our lives. We have these patterns and it's an emotional state that arises. And then it's almost like we find a way in our current situation to explain that. So we have a pattern of feeling discouraged. That emotion arises and we'll talk about how it arises. And then when we feel discouraged, then we're like, oh, well, I'm feeling discouraged because of this lease issue that I'm having. Um, and it may be that that is what in the moment triggers that feeling of being discouraged. But when you think about it, like you could also have a problem with the lease and, and if you're in a really good mood going into that, let's say you're having a really good day and this problem with the lease comes up. You might not react by feeling discouraged. You might react by saying, oh, well, you know. That's, I wasn't expecting that, but we'll just have to figure out how to work through that, or I wonder what the solution is, right? Think about any problem that presents itself. There's a lot of different potential reactions that someone could have. And those reactions are informed usually by the underlying emotional state that they're either already in, or they're primed for based on their conditioning. And the same thing goes when we're feeling discouraged and we, we make the target of our feeling discouraged ourselves and, and self-criticism. So it might be that sometimes you feel like, you know, you're not good at baking cupcakes and you'll never amount to anything when you're in kind of an underlying bad mood. You might have other times where you feel like a great cupcake baker and maybe you're eating one of your cupcakes and you're like, this is delicious. I'm so great. Right, And so again, it gets back to our underlying emotional states. And so what ultimately creates the feeling of discourage is not a problem with you. It's not a problem with the lease, et cetera. It is the accumulation of other emotional states in your life, particularly when we start accumulating stress and dislike meaning things that we don't like to do or where we're restricting ourselves um, or deprioritizing our own wants and needs. When we repeat those two things over, we feel stressed out, um, we don't give ourselves what we want. We feel stressed out, we don't give ourselves what we want. Those two things repeated over and over create a state of feeling discouraged. (laughs) Like discouraged is just the state that happens when you're kind of piling up negative emotions they accumulate and you get into this down, discouraged state, kind of hopeless state. That's all it is. It's just the accumulation of these basic negative emotions turn into feeling discouraged. So if you can start to understand that instead of, um, you know, deciding that it, because of this lease problem, you feel discouraged. So you might as well just quit this whole bakery idea and quit on your purpose. Instead, you can completely refocus and redirect your attention and be like, Hmm, there's negative emotion building up in my life. That's leading up to this feeling. What can I do about that? And we're going to talk about that next. So if discouraged is what makes us quit feeling on track is what makes us stick with things. And so the, The way that feeling on track gets generated is again, similar to how feeling discouraged gets generated, except it's accumulation of positive emotions that make us feel on track. So when we're spending enough of our lives feeling relaxed and doing things that we want, doing things that we like, enjoying ourselves, when we have enough relaxation and enjoyment in our lives, we feel on track. Even when the problem with the lease comes up, even um, when we bake a batch of cupcakes that doesn't turn out the way we wanted them to, we have enough cushion of relaxation and enjoyment to uh, get us through that period to still feel on track. We react to issues that present themselves differently. And we also have a more, um, have a better, more creative, more well-reasoned approach to things when we have that stockpile of relaxation and enjoyment to really improve our quality of thought and our approach to challenges that come up. And so you can think about these as two formulas, two equations, right? Relaxation plus enjoyment equals staying on track. Stress plus dislike or restriction equals getting discouraged. Like those are the two formulas. They're just formulas of your feelings. And we think about our feelings as these amorphous, nebulous things that are hard to understand, but they're not. They're logical. They make sense when you understand the way they work. And so knowing that, all we need to do to stick with our purpose is have enough relaxation and enjoyment in our lives. And again, know how to handle negative emotions when they do come up, which they will for sure. But if you can, when you're getting discouraged, instead of being like, oh my gosh, this is never gonna work, I should just quit. If you can instead turn around and be like, hmm, have I been stressed out and unhappy lately? Has that been building up for me? What can I do to maybe even just step away from this for a little bit and focus on Uh, relaxing and enjoying myself and just building my emotional reserves back up. You can do that, that might feel like walking away from the problem that might feel like a mini quit in the sense of you're stepping away from it for a little bit. But you're not quitting, you're just fueling yourself to give you the emotional energy that you need to move forward with your purpose. Now let's talk about when you are feeling discouraged besides just saying, you know, relax and enjoy yourself. Sometimes that works and you're like, oh yeah, I should just go chill out for a while and you're all set. But sometimes, sometimes you try to coach yourself through a negative emotion like that and you are just down in the dumps and there is nothing you can do or say in that moment that's really going to like put you in a better mood immediately or maybe even anytime soon. And so I get that too. So the other thing that I want to leave you with as we wrap up here is when you are feeling discouraged and you're really kind of like down and stuck in that place, I think the most helpful thing for me is just to realize again that where I am right now, the thoughts that I'm having right now about making decisions about what I should do, are being very much influenced by my feeling discouraged. And that when I'm feeling discouraged, I know for myself, (laughs) the thoughts that my brain offers to me are just lies. Like, I don't think that's too strong a word to say. You know, when I feel discouraged, I have lots of thoughts about not being good enough, about things aren't gonna work out, things are gonna turn out terribly, it's gonna be a disaster. And time and time again, those turn out to not be true. And so you have to you have to recognize the lie a little bit when you are in that state, even if you can't shift your emotion to a positive emotion immediately, just to be able to recognize that, you know, I'm in a an altered state right now, so to speak. I'm feeling discouraged. The thoughts that I'm having, the way that I'm making decisions right now are going to be highly influenced by that state. And so I might feel crappy right now, but at least um, I can, at least I can maybe feel bad right now, but not totally buy into the lie that this feeling creates for me. So that is my best advice. It's still still not fun to be discouraged, but at least you can kind of be on to yourself and see what's happening and not get um, totally swept away in it. So that is my that is my advice for how to stick with your purpose. I hope that was helpful for you. I'm going to go record the program session next, which is actually our purpose session for the month. Um, If you're interested in what's the difference between the podcast and the program sessions, the program sessions are actually guided coaching sessions where I am um, walking you through as if we were coaching together. I'm walking you through uh, actual coaching and how to coach yourself around things. And also, of course, in the program, you get to coach live with me if that's something that you're interested in. So I'm going to go record that session next. And I hope you all have a wonderful start to your week. We will talk again soon.